This is Chainsaw Buffet coming to you live from the edge of sanity, where mania and obsession meet in a bubbling stew of hot vomit. Join us, won't you? Welcome to our live broadcast from Conjunction of the Chainsaw Buffet podcast, the uh, podcast that gets clubbed more times than Tiger Woods and Baby Seals put together. Oh, no. What, too soon? Tiger's standing right behind me with his wads of cash and his lawyers not wanting to talk to the police. He's just glaring over here menacingly. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, so, since we're at a anime convention... Um, I thought it might be appropriate for us to talk about politics. <laughs> Very well. Go for it. I, I think we should put an invisible electric fence around the United States. Sounds good to me. Wait, is this the kind of elect- invisible electric fence that you use for your pets where you have to make everybody wear a collar so they don't go yeah. outside the fence? Yeah, we're going to ship the collars to Mexico. Oh, so we're going to make everybody... Canada. So we're going to make the other, like, five and a half billion people on Earth wear collars so yeah. they try to cross into the board. That's actually pretty good. But the cost, I think, might be prohibitive. Yeah, but we're keeping jobs in America. And, uh, hey, maintaining our electric fence is You know, that's, that's just... That's, they can create billions of jobs no, no, with that, electric shock. That is a factories. really great claim, regardless of what you're trying to sell. Just say, it will, it will keep billions of U.S. jobs, or we'll create jobs, or we're going to keep jobs in America. By tide, we're going to keep jobs in America. Eat this grilled cheese sandwich. We're going to keep jobs in See, America. When, whenever there's a, uh, a shift in the political power struggle between the uh, Republicans and the uh, Demobots, I will uh, just switch over to Fox News or some other godless liberal uh, news network and listen to whoever's in charge of what they're saying about uh, their president or what they're you know, what the other side is saying about the president. That way I can make any argument I want to sound good. <laughs> I'm helping America. <laughs> I, you're wow. supporting the terrorists. <laughs> we went uh, so far off track. Yeah. I, uh, wow. All right. Well, fine. Let's talk about anime then, you bunch of homos. I don't know shit about anime. That's them Japanatoons, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, J- Japanatoons. They have that? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's called hentai. It's called Queen's Blade. You should go check it out. Yeah. Everybody, go go uh, turn off your uh, safe search on Google. <laughs> do a Google image search for Queen's Blade. You, you'll be happy you did. Do it now. Make, make sure you have your mom and dad in the room when you do it. <laughs> like say, hey guys, this is great. This is fun for the whole family. Now, I think you'll okay. I, I have seen the first the first episode of Queen's Blade, and. Um, after that, I'm not sure where you go from there. Like, after seeing what they do, how do you top like, that? Like, is, is it true that one of the uh, characters, like, shoots acid out of her nipples? That is, in fact, the case, yes. And, like, yes. I, I read a spoiler that the way they defeat the bad guys by, like, causing her boobies to explode on themselves. Yes, that is, that is in fact, the case. Yes. Yeah, this is coming this... in 2010 from Media Blasters. I am picking up the box set. It's it's as close as you can get to uh, to hentai without actually being hentai. I mean, they're they're missing like one penis and it's hentai. I mean, they they didn't quite hit the quota, I guess, or maybe there maybe there's a there might be a vagina quota they didn't quite meet. Um, 
one more and they and they would have put him over the top. I, that's probably what they were going for. Is like, oh, right, what's the vagina quota for hentai? Okay, let's let's do one less. Let's let's do one less vagina than that. Okay, great, great. This uh, we only have four now, and a half vaginas. Now this now episode. now ten year olds can watch this. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I can only assume this is an anime that will succeed by trying to one-up itself in every episode, because God help them if they try to put a story into future episodes. I mean, I think there's a story. I, I, there are the tattered remnants of a writer's story. Um, there's probably some sweeping epic that some porno producer got a hold of and said, you know, I like what you're doing here, but uh, we could up that vagina quota. We could jazz and that up a little bit with some acid nipples. We could put some jazz hands, some some metaphorical jazz hands into the into this. That's that that is in fact what Queen's Blade is. It, Somewhere there is a uh, an author desperately trying to create uh, high art weeping. No, no, no. I I don't think they're trying to create anymore. I think they're just drinking. Oh, okay. They're probably drinking and weeping and giggling and giggling. Well, if they're perverts, yeah, giggling perverts. Weeping. weeping, giggling perverts. How many emotions can you possibly uh, exert at one time? Because he or she is probably doing it. Apparently horny, sad, and... Uh... I, I, my guess is, though, that the original script for Queen's Blade probably looks nothing like the actual produced anime. I, 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 I bet it is a world apart. They probably, took, they probably took Lord of the Rings. I bet it's Lord of the Rings. And they and they just saw what they it's could do with it. It's probably Uncle Tom's cabin. It could be Uncle Tom's cabin or Pippi Longstocking. It's probably the Catcher in the Rye. I think. I, okay, go watch Queen's Blade. It is a faithful anime adaptation of the Catcher in the Rye. Kind of like uh, the anime adaptation of the Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah, it, where he's a space vampire, and uh, that never happened. And uh, Romeo and Juliet, where it's set in the future in Neo Verona, and Juliet is like some sort of uh, Cape Crusader. Spoiler, they both die. Actually, no, they don't need Well, them. that's not Romeo and Juliet anymore. That's something else entirely. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it, that's, that's kind of uh, a joke. Uh, excuse a me, sir, but I believe I know the bard, and, and this is no bard. <laughs> it does actually have William Shakespeare in it. I was hoping you'd say William Shatner. I wish it did. William Shatner lives in Neo Verona with William Shakespeare and uh, Bat they fight Juliet. Crime. Yeah, they fight crime. <laughs> so, I thought it would be interesting and just a bully good time if we uh, talked about some of our favorites. Thank God um, we live in this time. Thank God we live in this time. Some of our favorite underrated anime. Well? So, um, I'm going to start with my uh, pet anime. Uh, you know, unlike Twilight people, I openly admit, you know, the things that I like that are bad. Yes. So, uh, one thing that I like that I know is bad... Bold statement. Um, ...are animes based on fighting games. I own all of them. I watch them religiously. There's actually one that is really damn good, and that is... Did you just break your own rule? Oh, never mind. Go ahead. No. What was the rule? By admitting that... By thinking that it was good when, in fact... That, no, it's there, so there's, bad, it's good. There's actually one that's that's really good, and that is okay, uh, the Street Fighter Two animated movie. It came really? Out, it came out the same year as the uh, Abomination that killed Raul Julia <laughs> and killed Jean-Claude Van Damme's uh, career. It nearly killed him. He was lucky to escape with his life, <laughs> if not his career. Yes. And uh, the, the reason for that is 
is that the story actually centers around uh, Ken and Ryu. It brings in Chun-Li and Guile as they investigate events that are happening around them. Is it weird that nobody seems to give a shit about Ken and uh, Ryu? Everything's about Chun-Li or Guile. Yeah, which uh, everything about Chun-Li or Guile fucking sucks. Uh, It's all all about the sex with them. The USA uh, Street Fighter cartoon. I mean, seriously, the the full frontal nudity for Guile, I thought that was much, a little much. What was this? That was in the live action. You got got to see Jean-Claude Van Damme's uh, uh, Sonic Wang, and I just thought that was wrong. I I don't know who who in the process made that decision. Sonic Boom goes to Dynamite. Are you... you, Sure, you are like making stuff up in your head to. Uh, now, I I did black out a couple times while trying to watch that I was about movie. To say, did did you black out after watching some Queen's Blade? Uh, no, because all the blood went somewhere else. Yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> it's it's not that kind of naked. It's oh lord, they're really trying this naked, that kind of stuff. We're really going there, naked. We're really, really, we're doing this kind of naked. Really anime, really Japan, really. All I can say in Japan is, what the hell? When something gives you pause, uh, that, that... A lot of things give me pause. Uh, that's saying something. That's like, you know... But the Street I, Fighter movie is great because it has, you know, really great animated fights. And uh, it's only like 90 minutes long. That's like less than 1% of 1 billionth of a percentile of uh, Dragon Ball Z. Like, in 90 minutes, you can't even get a punch-off in, in, in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> well, you know, there's all that powering up they have to do. And then once they've powered up to, to that extent, they move so fast you cannot even see them anymore. Yeah. So it's... That's, that's another trick to save on animation. Yeah, it's really, just, it's really just a big... I bet they produced it all... How many years did Dragon Ball Z go on? Okay. For every year's, um, I, I think they did that on ten dollars worth of animation. Honest just, to God, just I, colored I, in their storyboards. I, I think so. it's, it's like what they do in Aqua Teen. You know, they have like three, you know, sets of animation that they've ever ever done, and uh, they just reuse those over and over again. Recurring characters, I call that savings. <laughs> so, Charlie, how about you? What's uh, anime that's been under? And everybody else's radar. Um, yeah, I would. The only thing I can think of offhand, really, and 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 I don't think this has been under the radar. I don't. I I think it's something that a network should have picked up. Um, is uh, Kamichu. I don't. I think a lot of people know about that, and I know it won some awards, but. That's something that I that I wish like a network or, or something pick up because that that's a really really good anime. Um, spoiler alert for me: um, I like animes that are slice of life with weirdness thrown in, uh, melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, uh, to some extent Azumanga Daioh, um, stuff stuff like that. Um, Fully Cooly starts out for like five seconds that way. Uh, Nothing ever happens here. Yeah, that's that's a great intro. Nothing ever happens here, and then that's that's like Watch Mom No Hands or Look What I Can Do. Y'all watch this, uh, or Look I Can Do the Whole Thing. Um, but anyway, that's hey, that's easy. Yeah. Uh, hey. Oh, anyone can do that. No, Kamichu's good. Um, that's the one about the seventh grader that wakes up one morning and she's a god. 
And and what I liked about that is that they never, unless, okay, I have to admit, I have not seen the very last episode. I've been saving it for a special occasion, like my birthday or something. But, um, but unless they do it in the last episode, they never tell you what happened. Like, there, there's, I mean, it's just, it starts off, she's sitting down, I think, either, school begins or sitting down to lunch with her best friend and says, by the way, last night I became a god. And, and they never, they never seek, I mean, and people just accept it. No one ever seeks to question why or seeks to explain it. And that is what I love about it. I mean, it's not a problem. Oh, oh, you're, okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's fine. underlying concept that they're not... They're not bothering to explain, but they're also not suggesting that they are going to explain. Like, and and you might think that's do. you might think that's lazy, but for the for the tone and and theme of the show, it actually enhances it. Um, I think under other circumstances, it, it could be called lazy. They just didn't backstory. Screw that. Let's least, just let's just have stuff happen. At uh, least they're not suggesting there is a backstory. But, you mean like uh, Ballastar Galactica? Or yes, that's exactly what Naruto. I mean. Having, yes. But no, those are exactly the lost. But no, so, so I'm sure people call bullshit on me and say, oh, everybody knows about Kamichu. But, um, but fuck you. You get your own podcast, and then you can tell me what to do. And then I'll I'll still ignore you, actually. So, uh, yeah, we won't subscribe to your podcast. Yeah, just like you don't subscribe to ours. I will subscribe to your podcast when I'm on it. <laughs> That is our official Chainsaw Buffet policy. Your turn, Dylan. Um, actually, scroll up to my response because in, in the we're, we're the, using the, Google Wave just like everybody else. Uh, Wait, who's on Google? Are you on Google Wave now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had to log into my Google Wave <laughs> and find yes, you. Like, you and everybody else. I've not really seen any activity in a week. It's, yeah. Uh, oh, Google Wave. Everybody's got oh invitations. Yeah. Ooh, it's very hush hush, and you have to get an invitation. Actually, and then everybody gets on there and then doesn't do anything. Oh, we're here now. Let's mill about. I have fourteen invitations, but I swear I don't think anyone wants one. I need to go on Twitter. Actually, was there a point? I guess there was a point where Google Wave was all cool and stuff, and apparently that that peaked after like. A couple, the first couple people got on, and, and somebody else said, "Facebook." Woo! <laughs> no, I, I think the point it peaked was when uh, they announced at the Google uh, Developer Conference, and um, you know, it was like, "This is going to be the future of IM and email." And then, uh, you know, we actually tried it, and it turned out, no, no, not really. It's it's, a, it's its own tool. It's good for things, but you know, anyway. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm not going to list... Are you really just going to read a response from Google Wave? No, I'm not going to read... Because that would be read. awesome. I, I'm, this I am going to read a written response. I am referring... Just like Tiger Woods. I'm referring to my notes. This is my client's written response. We will be taking no questions. I'm referring to my notes. Basically, um... I don't know. I, I'm going to go, in this case, with, um... Planetes... Because that was probably off of this list. Is that how you pronounce it? Is that, is, are you sure it's not planets? Or planet A's? Or planetes? Um, planetes. That sounds very good. Planet, Planetus? It's a, a Greek astronomer. Planetes. You're just making that up. No, he really was. Yes, I'm making that up. Yes, yes, you are. Actually, let me. Uh, yeah, Google yeah, the Greek philosopher of planetes. Sorry. He was. Wow, you're. We're going to have to edit that part where the, yeah. where the computer is talking into the microphone. Well, I mean, okay. Computer, speak up. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, computer. Sorry. I'm, 
We are professional. <laughs> That's bullshit. We're not professional. No, we're professional. We will, we will edit that out. But um, I like it because it was it was very serious, very realistic, except for a couple episodes. Where um, they all get superpowers, or they all bikinis. decide they're ninjas, or they all decide to take off their helmets in space, and amazingly, <laughs> nothing happens. No, I'm Batman. I, think, I can breathe in space. I think it did a really good job of um, being, you know. Being a space anime, but doing it realistically and seriously. So there's an episode where they all decide to become ninjas? I believe so. It's been a while. Really? Yes. Is it? Does it still take itself seriously? Or is it like totally slapstick at that point? Like, oh, we're, we're Naruto. No, it's... <laughs> you kind of have to watch it. Are you sure they're not just all wearing orange bathrobes and yelling, believe it? That's what I did. They could may be. not be the thing. I think it, I think it actually is. I, I bought a like coat with puffy clouds on it and now I run around saying, believe it. I think I might be doing something wrong here. Wow. <laughs> at least you're at least you ain't looking to make any friends. Even though you're mixing though. things up, at least you're still in the same area. Right? I'm trying to get people to come over to the table even even if it is just to pick our ass. I think after we finish this segment we're gonna have to walk around and like uh Harass people. Harass people. Chad was really good at that last year, and it is a shame he didn't come. And he probably won't listen to this. But he's uh, a punk anyway. Oh, no, we're only we're only recording a podcast for his effing website. It's not really his. Uh, no, no, it was done to keep him from committing suicide, right? No, that's that why we intervention. That's why you created Chance of a Face to is to give him an outlet for his angst, so he didn't cut himself, right? No, I was pretty really. sure that was it. To keep him from drinking. No, I, to get him off the quaaludes. <laughs> Keep him from hitting his wife. Keep him from hitting Kate. I mean, his <laughs> wife. Should I be saying her name? Will people, will people stalk her now? So yeah, so Chad has problems, and you created Chainsaw Buffet to keep him from dying. And now, that was, I mean, is that not what you got out of it? Yeah, and now he's, uh, you know, at home killing himself slowly with the bottle. <laughs> he's killing him softly with his saw. Oh. So anyway, yeah, that's going to be my vote. I, I don't really have anything to say about it, I guess. But, uh, planetudes? <laughs> uh, yeah. Captain Planet. Intergalactic, planetary, planetary, intergalactic. Planet America. That'd be a good name for a restaurant. Planet America. <laughs> Planet America. Yeah. Maybe we've got Planet Hollywood. Why not? Because Hollywood, believe it or not, and, I am, and I'm pretty sure I ace geography, Hollywood, not a planet. That's a fun fact. Um, and I learned something. So if I, they can I, do I, it, I thought I thought Earth uh, revolved around the planet Hollywood. Also, Hard Rock Cafe does not rock as hard as it would like you to believe. No, it, it's fun fact. That's that's a fact. You can read about it. You can you read all about it in the Bible. <laughs> we should probably stop quoting so much stuff. Yeah, we're gonna get a cease and desist. Yes. Sure. Sure, why not? Clothes on or off? Uh, surprise me. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think you're going to like it. You will not be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> no. It's like opening the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> oh. Yep. Well, we're... Hey, have we hit the big time now that they want to take our pictures? I only if they ask us to autograph. 
Yeah. We need to get, we need to I, get I've actually been say I was hoping somebody would ask us to autograph something because I've already got something, you know, because, you know, we've got a lot of teenagers here. They're just going to write it's all your fucking fault. Uh, you know, it's it's too late now. We can't read the, the the ship is already sinking. Uh, there's no use pointing blame at the captain. Uh, it's it's there's also it's, no use not pointing blame at the captain. I except mean, it, except it's going to take you longer and more effort to get to the lifeboats. Oh, that's uh, it's it's. I guess I guess it's just an issue of it being a moot point. I mean, you're not gonna. At this point, you don't get anywhere. What's what's done is done. The damage is done. Yeah. The butterfly has had its wings ripped off, or one wing, and that just flies around in lazy circles. Lazy, lazy circles, always to the right. <laughs> Yo, it's not very nice to talk about Funimation like that. It happens. I'm just gonna throw this out here, but if that's the way you want to uh, treat potential fans, you join your list fans of, of what? celebrities. Fans of anime or fans of Chainsaw Buffet? Fans of Chainsaw Buffet. Sir, do not lie to us and get us. Uh, I said potential. Don't, do not do not raise our hopes that that we could even potentially have fans, sir. True. You are setting us up for a fall, sir. Okay, that that you, your your point is is a fan. Well, my points are. I'm merely saying you're, you're not helping me. Uh, so show of hands, anybody else have to poop? Anybody? Anybody? No? Just me? Okay. We can cut that out. That's fine. That's fine. We're, we're totally not cutting that out. That, that's actually going to be our lead in is. Your, your fatal flaw, sir, is thinking that everything is automatically gold. No. But it's automatically embarrassing, so uh, I'm good with that. You need to get some books on how to do this right. Get on Amazon and find us some books. How about we listen to some other podcasts and then put them on our podcast? Just like, just like cut their stuff, cut segments from different podcasts and then call it the Chainsaw the Face Medley. Yes. It's a mashup. I like medley, like fruit medley. Mashup sound makes us sound cool and hip, and uh, most importantly, uh, the uh, EFF will defend us. No, because it's fair use. No, I like medley. Mashup sounds crude and uh, roughly thrown together. Medley sounds like there might be some maraschino cherries in there. Not just pears and peaches. Oh, please don't. I swear, you're not playing that. Turn that down. Turn that off. No. 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 Dude, there's cuss words in here, man. Dude. What would it take to make a Moogle fight an Akatsuki member? Find out on Chainsaw Buffet. We're here at KajankaCon again um, on Sunday talking with Damien, the uh, director. I guess, managing director. That title works. <laughs> That's what's on your badge. Um, well, how, 
how was it this year compared to last year? How did you know? Uh, I think it's an improvement. Uh, I think every year is an improvement. Uh, and if it's if it isn't, or if it's just the same, I guess it's, we're not really doing something right. Um, we had a pretty good turnout, and everybody hasn't had any major complaints so far. So, um, unless they're just not telling the truth, yeah, I guess everybody's having a good time. Yeah, uh, well, it, it seems like we were here last year, and I spent a lot more time here last year than I did this year, um, but. It just seems like you guys, it's running more smoothly. You're not running around trying to put out fires quite so much. We still did a little bit this year. Um, I guess that was probably my fault. <laughs> um, it's kind I, of the nature of running an event this like this. I like that we have more uh, a variety of the gaming this year than we did last year. Uh, there's a lot of tabletop, uh, like Warhammer, and uh, there's a skirmish game yesterday that they played out in yeah. the atrium, and uh, a lot of uh, the card games. Uh, well, I guess we had Deathbringer last year, but this year we had uh, Magic: The Gathering booster drafts, and uh, more for people to do that aren't that are into gaming that aren't into video games. Yeah. Uh, the video games, I think, are are better this year. That we we don't have as many different video games, but they we have more for the really popular games that people wanted to play last year and couldn't uh, because we only had like one system for Smash Brothers, and there'd be a huge line for it. Um, and I, I like the tournaments this year, like Street Fighter Four and Blaze Blue, and all the games that are people are actually interested in playing. Yeah. Uh, the Battle of the Rock Bands was, uh, I guess, an interesting concept. I don't know if the uh, execution of that went according to plan. But How did that go? I was actually I, that was earlier this morning. I didn't actually get to see it. Oh. <laughs> um, still waiting to. Uh, hear how it went. Um, I like the sponsors we had this year, especially. Um, we still have a big stack of uh, books from White Wolf um, to figure out what we can have a last-minute co- or uh, contest for. Um, That's pretty pretty nice that White Wolf supported you with free books. Yeah, um, I know the retail value of them is easily around like a thousand dollars in what they sent, which is uh, a lot more than we asked for. Uh, that was a big surprise when I opened the boxes for those. Uh, Twisted Pixel Games uh, sent us a copy of uh, one of their games, Explosion Man, and sent us some t-shirts and posters that the development team had signed. And uh, I like seeing the Indie, indie games uh, coming in. Uh, a lot of the first edition comics that White Wolf sent, I like seeing those just because they're, I guess they're indie. Uh, yeah. So you kind of see yourselves as supporting a lot of indie media. I mean, you had us here. and um, I would like to say that, 
I don't know if people would agree with it. Uh, I would like to see more of it in the future. Uh, any kind of like, podcast or anything, really. Uh, just uh, to get that anything that's uh, grassroots that's more involving than going out and buying ads on Facebook or something. Right. Uh, I think word of mouth is a lot better than uh, any kind of marketing campaign. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's a really good thing that you're trying to support indie comics and indie um, games and, and the artists. I know there's an art table out here this year, which I don't think there was last year. And there's a you know, the, the cosplay accessories. So, um, and uh, organized play is in the gaming room, and they're, I guess you could call, I guess they would be considered indie. Uh, they just opened their shop a few blocks away. No, I haven't actually been there yet, but I know I, I've seen them on Twitter, and they really do a good job of of kind of connecting with people, communicating with people on an individual basis, rather than just being a yeah. gaming store. So. Uh, the staff there are really, uh, really nice and know what they're talking about. And uh, they've got a, I've been, a, I've been in their store and they've got a lot of really cool stuff. And they've got a whole area for uh, uh, like any kind of gaming that's going on. The last time I was there, they were having a, a really big booster draft tournament. And, uh, I think it's going to, be a pretty cool place to have in Hawksville. Hopefully they'll be back next year. Yeah. So what do you see? Uh, any changes for next year? Anything new you're thinking about? or have you? <laughs> well, having a website work would be a, a good start. <laughs> um, I'd like to see a lot more of the interactive uh, activities, I guess, more than the panels. Uh, all the events that we had this year that people have uh, at least told me that they were their favorite, uh, they've always been uh, the events that were involving the audience rather than I'm a fan and I have a panel and I'm going to talk about Naruto for two hours and you people are going to listen to it. It's, uh, because if people don't want to be at any of the events, they're going to make up their own fun, uh, if they, well, if they bother to come. Yeah. And, uh, that's usually not supported at other conventions. If you're doing something out in the hallway, the, uh, the security's going to bitch at you for getting out of the hallway. You're a fire hazard or something. Well, and, I, uh, I noticed you guys had the, uh, the table that said, create your own panel, you know. Yeah. Um, I'd like to push that idea. That was more of a last-minute thing this year. But uh, if people really want to get involved with the convention because everybody has a suggestion for the convention. Like I want to see this panel, this panel, this panel, and they can't do that for everybody. And some people do want to go to a fan panel or, uh, we may not be able to cover everything that somebody wants to see. And if they really passionate about it and they really want to see it there, 
we might as well let them uh, give them the opportunity to do that. And uh, it lets them be happy because they get to uh, put their own mark on the convention and make it their own. And if it involves other people, like their friends or whoever wants to come to it, then it's involving them. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of getting activities started, which, you know, especially since it was out there in the atrium this year. Yeah. It's actually, it's pretty interesting because I know, like, from the conventions and some of the software development conferences I've been to, um, it's hard to get, you know, people tell you what they want, but you actually have to have people step in. Step and actually up and, do that. Yeah. And it, it seems like that's a good way to provide that without actually, you know, for people who wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable running their own panel and submitting and building and so it's, it's something that wouldn't be very structured if we did it ourselves and uh, or if they don't feel comfortable or aren't able to structure it properly enough to where it's uh, content from us. Uh, that way it can be a little disorganized and it could be a little less professional and it's okay because it's a fan running it. And we have our content. If somebody doesn't want to go to that fans, whatever they're doing, we still have all the content that we're providing that is us, I guess. Uh, I guess it's kind of like open source convention. Yeah. Maybe. I Don't quote me on that, I guess. It's actually, there's, um, there's something you see in like the software development conference kind of that community called open spaces that actually works a lot like that where people go up and post a topic and um you know for a certain slot and then people just walk in sit down and start discussing it so i mean i think that's a very interesting thing to see that come into like your your anime and gaming conference space so i would it's usually a trade-off with you either have a small convention that everybody kind of acts like, oh, it's a really big party or a family and you know everybody there, everybody has fun, they get along, uh, but there's not many people. And then around like 1,500 or more people, you trade in, I guess, that feeling for having it more structured, right. um, but at the same time, you kill that feeling. So if we can go over that but still retain that same everybody's really close and having a lot of fun and is interacting with each other. Um, hopefully we're able to do that in the future. Yeah. Uh, and I think starting now and figuring out how we're going to do that, uh, I guess will be really important instead of waiting until that point comes and then having to figure it out and maybe fail a couple times at doing it. Uh, but, but, we've seen so far I think is a good um, is a good picture of what might come of it later uh, if we continue to try to support it as much as we can and uh, see where it goes from there I'm not really sure what it can turn into yeah well I mean just from the last two years it's it's a pretty good convention and I I like the, I, I think 
targeting, you know, indie, um, well, the Indian open source sort of attitudes is it's it's a good niche for conventions that you know some of the bigger ones in the area you don't really get that out of. I mean, I can't really bash any of the other conventions because we have to look to them as I mean that's where they started it, and if those conventions weren't around, we wouldn't be around either, but at the same time, uh, it's hard to really go to them anymore because it's really disappointing after a few years of, it's the first convention, you're going to have fun no matter what, and then after the second or third time, you start to realize that there's a lot of stuff that could be a lot better than this, Yeah, and uh, it never happens. And uh, eventually it's going to have to happen. Um, I don't know if the other conventions will ever adopt that mindset of something's going to have to change. Um, I don't know what that will mean for the other conventions, but um, adapting to that is going to be very important. Because um, it's already happening, at least with the anime industry itself. Uh, it's not had the best... Uh, three or four years. Yeah. And uh, they're starting to get the idea that something's going to have to dramatically change very quickly or uh, it may not even be around anymore. Yeah, that's true. No, I wasn't so much bashing the other convention. I'm just, it, it, it feels like a, a good compliment to what they're providing. You know, it, it, may not appeal to all the people who would go to, say, in Takarawa, but it definitely has a, um, it's not just, you're not trying to create just another convention. You're actually trying to do you know, something different. Right. Thanks for uh, being on the podcast. Thanks for letting us come. And, uh, Thanks for coming out. There are only three things in life that are certain. Death, taxes, and Chainsaw Buffet. You know, it's amazing. No matter how small the convention, somebody, by God, is going to cosplay. Oh, yeah. Well, for a reason to... Yeah, I was going to say, there's the psychology of a cosplayer. They're looking for a re- Well, no, not every cosplayer is. Um, they're probably... We need to talk to somebody that's a psychology major and, and that's going to go into graduate school and suggests their thesis, the psychology of a cosplayer. You know, that, that's funny, too. They're actually... I can't remember if it was the Olive Forms or the Amtech Forms, but there was a thread about cosplaying in odd places, which I think actually meant like going out to Walmart and... There are people who would do it. They're not in it for the craft part of it. They're in it for the showmanship. For the showmanship. Which is not a bad thing. It's just, uh, I don't quite get that. Okay, we probably need to talk about something else. What you got? I got nothing. Uh, I can get some power to my laptop. We can talk about uh, stories from Yahoo. <laughs> talk about what in Houston? Yep.
It came from Yahoo. So, so Dylan, according to Yahoo, um, Whitney Houston is apparently upset because her latest album, uh, her comeback album, if you will, uh, got snubbed uh, by the Grammy committee. Like, no nominations, no nothing. Because when you're Whitney Houston and you put out an album... Um, I'm pretty sure that are the Grammy nominations assumed. Yeah, I mean, is there like a spe- is there a Whitney category that only she is in, or how does how does that work? Uh, it's called being full of yourself. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, I mean, oh, no, she no, could, I'm sure I'm sure it's killing her. Uh, well, she's probably tossing and turning on top of her pile of money. Well, she, uh, that that she was not nominated for a Grammy. Oh, good God, not nominated for a Grammy. I mean, I don't know what she's going to do with the uh, unsold copies of her album besides uh, use them to uh, cut up lines of coke and snort off of them. Probably That's, snorting them uh, off of naked, oiled-up Filipino men. Uh, yeah, Whitney, we know. You're, you're my Filipino Bobby Brown. Oh, that's, that's not even right. Um, it's not right to love Filipinos? No, it's not right Dude, to Dude, I know a snort. Filipino. No, he's half Filipino. He, he would only half care. Wow. I only yeah. half care. Does that make me half Filipino? In fact, well, maybe half Korean. Uh, also on Yahoo's headlines today... Uh, I was going to throw out throw out something that if, if she has a, a problem with that, she can always solve the problem other artists, uh, the way other artists do, which is hire someone to go up and uh, at the award ceremony and say, okay, I think we all know where this is going. Okay, I'm, we're going we're gonna, to we'll put a call to action. Kanye, uh, wherever you are, this is this is your time to shine. Uh, well, this is your time to prove you're not just a flash in the pan. Oh, I'm going to go up once and, and yell at Taylor Swift. No, sir. You can make this a career choice and uh, yell at people about Whitney as well. F- go for it. I challenge you, in fact. Um, also on the front page at Yahoo is uh, Kobe Bryant making a game-winning shot against the Miami Heat. And... Uh, Charlie, you, you had an interesting point to make about this. Why is Kobe in the news? I mean, has he raped anyone recently? The oh. answer, we think, allegedly is no. Um, so my point is is if if we want Kobe in the news, Kobe, if you want to be in the news, just, just go rape a minor. Uh, it's worked for you before, allegedly. Um, just, I, I don't... Doing whatever it is you do, play your little ball... Uh, it's just not going to cut it anymore, except for, apparently with Yahoo. I hate to say it, but it's, be worth it. Is what yeah, it's, what we're saying. It, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be in the news, just make it worth our while to read this. Um, maybe a Filipino girl throwing it out there. I don't know a Filipino girl, by the way. So uh, Kobe, no calls. Right. I'm gonna say it. it's sports news, out. so I look at it and I go. You know, Sports, sports, sports. That's all no, I see. No means no, Kobe. Exactly. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. No means that. news. Um, Tower of London guards, bad day. Uh, let's see what this Yahoo is has a very... Uh, oh, um, one of those very stoic-looking guards at the Tower of London apparently fell. Oh. Wait, the tragedy... Yahoo is now posting like funny meme videos, the type of stuff, and then posting them as news. You know what Yahoo is? It's like a jazzed up chainsaw buffet. 
Yeah, you know, if we offered mail service, we would in fact be as good as Yahoo. Yeah, maybe better. I'm maybe better. Well, this... definitely better because we're not as pretentious. I'm gonna... We're not going to try and tell you about uh, f- Facebook and Flickr and games and bullcrap. I'm just. I'm we're going to saying... give you stuff. They're taking work away from. Uh, I'm going to read. You know, that friend you have that forwards you all the funny stuff that you don't really want to read. But... Yahoo is the friend you don't want, is what we're trying to say. Yahoo is the friend that you ended up with, and you're like, oh, okay, we'll put up with them. You know, you're too nice to tell them to shut the hell up and go away. Um, but but damn if he doesn't just keep forwarding you crap that you do not even care about. Yahoo, this is a message to you. Grow the hell up. Put, put on your big girl panties. Get a job. Don't Talk. move out of uh, Google's basement. Yeah, get your own place. Exactly. Maybe, maybe you, then you can invite some girls over, um, uh, meet people, get some friends. Uh, maybe you and Bing can get together. Yeah, yeah. Because seriously, uh, it's getting it's getting embarrassing, really, for all of us. So uh, yeah, what were we talking about? I do not know. What else? Something about a British guard or something? Yeah, yeah. That's not. That. that is not even. That is not even remotely news. Remember when news used to be like the Hindenburg crashing? Yeah. Remember back in the day? Yeah. You know what happened? OJ. OJ. They they said that you somebody discovered that you can stretch out one piece of news over several days. Well, I know two things happened. OJ and Ted Turner. Yeah. And then of course uh, you have Yahoo turning into uh, you know tomorrow they'll be having Wildcat videos. I want long time videos. I'll, I'll I'll go to the the site that actually does those. I'm not. I don't need Yahoo to filter that stuff for me. I don't. I like how uh, as news stories Yahoo will post like search topics. Like you'll click to see, uh, you know, find out what happened to a famous artist, and it's just like a Google or I'm sorry, a Yahoo listing of the top music uh, searches. That's bullcrap. Oh, here's a here's a here's a here's a fun activity for the kids at home. Go to Google. You know how it does the autocomplete for your search. Put in "why won't." See what you get. I'm, I'm sure everybody on the internet already knows about this because uh, I heard about it from the blog S. But um, but if you don't, if you don't, if you haven't done that, uh, and okay, okay, spoiler alert. We'll just go ahead and tell you. Um, this has become a, a like. A series of jokes. People just typing in. Like, I don't think these are jokes. I think these are serious questions. Well, no, I'm not going to give you the top one because the top one's the real, the real winner. But uh, why won't God heal amputees? <laughs> that's that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I'm not. But number one, I'm 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 leaving that one for you to find. Internets, peoples of the internet. Oh. Also, why? Why is a good is a good is a good one. And I'm going to encourage you whenever you're on Google, because I'm trying to get this as number as a uh, as one of the uh, suggestions. Try typing in why is Jay Gleason so popular? Who? Uh, no, just no questions. Just just the next time you're on Google, oh, I got to search for something. The after you're done searching, go back and uh, put in why is Jay Gleason so popular. I'm just trying to see if it'll work. It's a little experiment on my part. What did you find? Um, I am finding uh, solutions to the number one question on Google. Oh, okay. We're not, we're not going to... No. Uh, but seasoned salt apparently works. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, the answers are great when you know the question, but uh, I think the answers are pretty good when you don't. Answers to the questions you never asked. Chainsaw, Chainsaw Buffet. buffet. Oh, I think that's it for the, Google, for the uh, Yahoo News. Yeah, that's probably as much as we can squeeze out of that one. Why won't my parents Remember to edit that, Marcus. We don't want people to know. I know, I know. That was, and that is by far the, the cleverest of them. Because um, you can put in other things, sort of search solution. Or, I don't even I don't know, know who Jake Gleason is. Nobody does. I'm not sure that I. Do you, do you really want to know? Is that a nice you, thing? You, no, it's not. Considering who he is. Who is he? He's my uncle. I don't know how we, when he was in for Thanksgiving, we got on this conversation and he said something about Googling why is Jay Gleason so popular. <laughs> what, which one? The second one. I guess. Oh, wow, that is that is fantastic. That is glorious. <laughs> Somebody's going to pull your laptop off the uh, table. Yeah. Eh, that's okay for now, I think. You got money, you can buy a new one. I'm a fat chick in Fable 2. Just like you are in real life. Swear to God, Dylan.